So can we keep this bit in, please? Okay. Cool. Oh, so guys, welcome back to another episode of the Black Create Connect podcast, and I have a long time guest. He's been he's meant to be in here for for a long time, and I'm so happy that he's here with me today. Odin, who is an associate business development director of over ten years' experience. Big you up, big you up. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's weird hearing like someone introduce you because for me, I'm just like it's normal. Person and then you just introduce me. Like, thank you. No, you're someone. Anyone that sits with me in this Black Create Connect podcast is someone no, like. You're gassing me. <laughs> you're you're going to make this black man blush, but yeah, sure. Oh, so I guess, do you know what? So just for those who don't know, me and Oda met like in um, a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In an organization. And, but it's weird because we didn't really meet properly like, in the company. We spoke no. more after when you, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you left and yeah, stuff. Yeah. What did you think of me when, when I joined the business? Because obviously I joined as like a talent person. Yeah. Um, obviously the person who was the CEO of that company, like he, he has a very broad vision. So I think like it, it was um, like your personality, right? Like, you know, mm. when you're, in, you're sort of in the office, but when we were working together, it was more like distributed working. So I guess like we spoke first time on Zoom, right? I think that was the first time we spoke. Yeah. So yeah. Odin was anti. No, no, I think. <laughs> Odin was anti. No, he didn't no, want to no, talk no. to me. No, it wasn't even, no, it wasn't even like that. I think it was just distributed working. So you hadn't met like met everyone before, but um, no, no, just a big personality. And, I, and like, like I said, the person who was the CEO over there, like I think he just knew that we just needed lots of different types of people within the business to sort of keep it creative and keep it moving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, quickly found out like you're a really cool person and like, yeah, we obviously clicked and stuff. So, Oh, that's yeah. nice to know. Yeah. I thought it was really um, interesting that you was doing the role that you was doing, like business development yeah. type of work. Yeah. Like yeah. how did you <clears throat> get into like business development? Yeah, I kind of dropped, I kind of fell into it. So um, like I work in an, in an advertising company like I'm basically um, I used to do marketing so that's what I studied at uni like it's always marketing I, I was always fascinated in terms of like how businesses are so clever in terms of like getting people to change their behavior um, mm. and so I've done marketing for a long time but in an agency sometimes marketing just values sort of hard to track back so I just jumped into new business and that was just like um by chance really I remember I was um, I was I was uh, skiing um, and I dropped an email to someone um, mm. at another agency and I was like oh like, I really want to do new business da, 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 da. and she just got back to me straight away she interviewed me and then it's just been on since then and then I had a really good opportunity in the company that we we met each other mm. um, and yeah he, he just believed in me um, for mm. some strange reason um, <laughs> not strange I'm sure you had capabilities I don't even know why yeah he just um believed in me and then um yeah I just it was lucky enough to go to this new company um and, and yeah yeah just been on since then really so so I always do this with all my guests I always like to kind of like take it back to before they even started working in corporate mm. and their upbringing where is it are you from by the way um I'm from a place called Peckham Oh, South London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got South, South London. Another South London. I'm from South London too. Yeah, I know, I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what would you, like, kind of going to school and everything. I've had mm. someone else actually from Peckham that was on my podcast. Yeah. And he kind of spoke about how rough it was for him growing up. And yeah. like, he kind of went into like his education and school life. What was it like for you kind of growing up in Peckham? And yeah. Going to school and stuff. So I guess for me, it was even more of a nuanced point because I I went I lived in Peckham, but I went to school in Stockwell, which is like Brixton, mm. and um, obviously at that time, like the two areas didn't really mix for whatever reason. 
Um, mm. So yeah, it was it was difficult. But you know, for me personally, like I've always just been a leader of myself and my own mind. So like, mm. even though I know like loads of people, like even yesterday, weirdly, like I saw one of my friends like mm. um, in a restaurant. But um, yeah, I've always just been leader of my own mind. So I've never really got involved in anything. Obviously, I've always been around it mm. and I know what it is, but I've never really been, it just doesn't suit my personality. And like my mum, like pick up my mum, she's like, just like, the nicest person ever so I would never want to disappoint her so mm. I just never got myself into any of those things you know what I mean mm. and like yeah she's just always wanted me to just do well so I've never really got into those but so so who do you remember growing up mm. um who do you remember having like a key influence in your like decision making your your mindset your lifestyle like who who was it I think it's it's kind of mad I think it's like my mum a lot like I definitely look up to her like a lot but then like I read a lot so you end up just getting a lot of things from books like and and different things i remember like someone gave me um great expectations um a book by charles dickens and like, mm. i remember reading that and i was like whoa this is mad like the way like charles dickens like builds worlds like mm. something else so i think it was just all of that and then it's just like it can't explain it it's kind of hard to explain but like what i was like i had from a young age i was like but why not me like why not like i can do whatever everyone else is doing you get me so mm. it's like why not me? Do you know what I mean? What did you want to do kind of when you were young? What did you see yourself doing? <laughs> I wanted to be a politician, you know? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be an MP. Um, uh, I wanted to be an MP, like, but I just didn't, I don't know. Like, when you when I was, like, obviously you mentioned just going back to the point, like, growing up where I grew up, like, people like me don't be, they, they don't become MPs. So you didn't see anyone else. Like, I know mm. obviously there be, there's been people like, obviously David Lammy mm. um, and a few other people as well. But like, you just never really saw people like me that spoke like me as well. Like, mm. that was one of the main things. So I just thought, oh, I probably, I could probably use my skills somewhere else. So that's what I wanted to be the old MP. Wait, so how how long did that um, politician dream last? Like, and when did long, it? <laughs> long time. It lasted for long. I done, at A-levels, I done law. Like I was doing law, politics. Oh, wow. You went that sociology. far? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like, it was uh, like, uh, yeah, so I was in law, politics and sociology. I've done it at A-level, done really mm. well. But I just don't know. Like, I just think it, me being 18 years old, like, you're just, you're just seeing what all your friends are doing, all your peers are doing. So mm. it's like none of them really had those dreams, aspirations at that time. So you just kind of didn't do it. Um, but yeah, just for risk of like not wanting, like not fitting in, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, yeah. So you went to marketing and business and, That's right, yeah. and all of that. Mm. How was it? How did you find university? Like, is it something that you'd recommend to, I guess, those that are considering it, yeah. um, who are like young black students? Like, how did you find university? Was it helpful for you? Yeah, yeah, really helpful. I think what uni is, I think people um, sometimes misunderstand it. It's not necessarily, it's, it is about the education. That's important. But I think it's also about making contacts and also mm. just being outside of your like immediate space. So I think that was the first time for me where I just met people from lots of different places and mm. I think that actually going to uni changed my trajectory, mm. like in terms of where I was in life and my headspace. So mm. I think definitely like, if anyone's thinking about it, like definitely go like, and obviously study and work hard. But like the main thing is to also meet like-minded people just from lots of different places. You don't know who you're going to meet. Did you think, you know, in uni I did not do, well, maybe I did, but yeah. I feel like in uni, I just got it cracking. Yeah. I, I had a great time at Hertfordshire. It was a playground for me. Yeah. So, so, you're so but, he's, but you're all saying, oh yeah, you know, great meet great people and everything. Yeah. Don't know if I did that. Yeah, because I think I think it's like how like how how people are socialized. So you know, when I think of that stuff, I think like Google and I think like mm. Facebook and stuff like that. Is that obviously 
like Facebook. Obviously, everyone kind of knows the story of Facebook by now. Um, mm. You know, so I think it's just how those things are started. Like, they just meet like-minded people. Yeah, and yeah, before yeah. you know it, like, you're just doing something amazing um, that you never thought you would have done before. But you met them at uni because they're all like, like-minded people. Did you meet many employers or did you have any, um, I guess, career opportunities from university? Um, so I was like, back then, like, like being from the Caribbean, like, you know, household, like education was always so important. Like it was, a, mm. it was a way of like elevating and doing better. So the uni wouldn't say it added career prospects, but I was a grafter. Like I, it, I was always gonna, I was always gonna like do something like, cause I was like doing internships and I was applying for this and I was applying for that. So I just pushed myself. Like it just, yeah, it was just there. Mm. I remember like being younger and like looking for your yellow pages. Like obviously I'm showing my age now. <laughs> showing my age now. But for jobs. Yeah, yeah. Cause like, I just knew like, oh, I could just like maybe just internship somewhere, like probably just do it for free. And that's what I did. Like I did it like for two places, just done things for free. Just what did you do there? Office. Like what did you have? So I was just like, I, there was a, there used to be this small experiential marketing agency um, in Nunhead, weirdly, like just in this like lockup. Mm. And I remember just calling them and being like, oh, like I'm at uni, like um, I just want to come in a couple of days a week and just see how you guys do it. And the guy was like, yeah, just come in. Like, and oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he put me on, definitely, like definitely put me on. And he was just so nice. He was just so nice about it. Like he, mm. I just used to go into the office. He used to sh- like talk about like marketing plans and and stuff they they're doing for the future and stuff like that. And then mm. I helped on a few events as well. Um, yeah, man, it was just like yeah, it was just yeah, super lucky. And he was just really really nice about it. So when you left uni, yeah. did you go back to him or did you just go? Did you use that experience to get something else? That yeah, I used it? that experience to get something else. And I remember. Um, I worked for a charity for a little while, like, um, and again, the stuff I had done in my internship, um, all the free work I had done, I just used that in my job interview. And I, I think I'm, I'm quite a personable person. So like in, in my job, I was just like, you know, talking about the stuff I had done and I think they just liked my energy. Cause, um, yeah. Okay. So just to go like a little bit deeper from mm. like up until university, like mm. what would you say are some of the key things that you may have changed from like, say, end of school all yeah. the way to university? Any key decisions that influenced where you are today? Is there anything you would have changed? Um, anything I would have changed? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think like, like I, I'm quite a spiritual person. So I think like everything I've done, is just led me to where I am today. Mm. But like, if anything, I would say like lean in more, like just lean in more, mm. like just be be part of things and just like always always turn up and do things like I was not off on a tangent but like um I was listening to this little podcast yesterday and Nas who's one of my favorite rappers like he mm. was um when like Biggie was alive like Biggie tried to get him to the studio to do like a couple of tracks on a few things and he kept missing mm. it for some reason like but Nas kept missing the yeah, studio thing. yeah he kept on missing it and obviously Biggie like in terms of the culture like he's such he's so impactful to the culture so but that little anecdote just like reminded me like it's always turn up like just always be there like you know so I think that's mm. what that's what I would say just probably leaning a bit more older like, yeah. so when you as you know this is obviously a black <laughs> professional podcast yeah. and I have to ask did you did you think or did you face any barriers when you left university yeah. trying to get into the job market yeah. and if you didn't you can say oh, I was completely fine but did you find that there were any barriers yeah I remember the like when I left uni must have been about 21 22 or something like um now, for me, if there were barriers, yeah, I was so bullish about it, I probably wouldn't have noticed. If I, Is it? Yeah, because I just weren't having it. Like, I was going to either, like... Sorry, bad man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, no, because I was going to... It was going to happen. Like, it was going to happen because I knew that was my only way. Like, like I had so... Like, it was just a pushing, driving force. 
Um, okay. And I just wanted to do something. It was just like over, under, whatever. Like I was just, it was just going to happen. So there might have been barriers, but I didn't take them in. Like I, I think like your mind, mm. yeah, like whenever you're doing things, yeah, you mm. kind of like have to put it in your head. Like this is going to, this is going to work. Like obviously you got to put the work in as well. Mm-hmm. But, like you have to just put it in your head. Like this is going to work. I think mm. if you let doubt seep in, like mm. that's when things start to go wrong. And don't get me wrong. I, of course I had like, challenging days and of course people have said mad things like what I would deem as a bit mad but like mm. it weren't going to stop me from like getting where I was going to get to because at the end of the day it was on me like mm, I don't mm, like mm. I don't have rich parents or any mm. of that stuff so it was all on me so I just knew okay cool like this is this has got to work that's great like I feel like how you answered is like for your age but you had that mindset at that age yeah as well yeah because I, I told you I was reading so much so, because I was reading yeah. everything, I was reading everything, like all these books and they were building new worlds like that I mm. hadn't seen before. And then like, I was just like, I was like, I was always talking to my uncles and stuff like that. And like somewhat my dad as well. Like, but they were always just telling me like bigger things for my age. You get me? So like mm. now when I, when I, li- when I'm listening to them and they're telling me all these stories and they're building these new worlds and I'm reading all these books and stuff, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, all right, like let's go. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, this is this is this is this is this all there for me. I just have to kind of jump in and and make it happen. So, yeah. Are you an only child? No, no, I've got a brother and sister. Oh, because you, that, I don't know. There's something about your your bullish kind of behavior. Like, yeah. I need to get it. Yeah. I feel like, are you yeah. the only one that needs to? No, 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 not like that. I think it's just like what, like why not? Because it's there, in it. Like it's it's there. Mm. And I think going back to the earlier bit you were saying at the top of the podcast about like going to school where I went to school, mm. like. It, it it was like it wasn't easy do you know what I mean like I'm, I'll probably look back at it in with rose tinted glasses but like it, it was it, it had its fair share of challenges like um growing up where I grew up and then going to school where I went to school so but it was just like yeah but why not more you know? so what type of challenges like did you come across the reason why I asked that as well is so that people may not feel alone in their journey and and know that do you know what Okay, this is why. Let me give you yeah, a, a, more like, more context. Because sometimes people say, I'm this way because I went through this and because mm. I had this challenge. Mm. So that's why I now act like this. Mm. Whereas your approach is, I'm like, I've had experiences and I'm still kind of running yeah. with it, basically. Yeah. So just to, I guess, encourage people that may feel like that's a reason for their behaviour today. What are some of those challenges that you went through? Sure. Like, so I guess at that time... Um, there was a lot of like, um, so I guess at that time there was a lot of like not going to certain areas and, and not doing, doing that sort of thing, which is very strange now you think about it. It's so weird. Why would you not go to an area? Mm. Um, but there was a lot of that. And then it was also, for some reason, it just felt like it was a very hostile environment at that time. Obviously, I'm not that age anymore, so I don't know if things have changed or it's, mm. it's similar, but like I think it's just a hostile environment at that time. And I get, I guess the challenge is like, the, the more challenges within me right is about oh can I do this like is it possible mm. um but I, I, I don't have to put it I think it's like um so I don't I don't know if listeners know about like Jimmy Iovine and, and Dr. Dre and, and sort of their partnership and stuff like that but like Jimmy Iovine like he he doesn't sort of talk much and he's not you know Dr. Dre more but mm. Jimmy is super important but like he was he like he there was a documentary and he was talking about using things as as, as a tailwind rather than a headwind mm. and I think I'm, I've always just been that kind of person where I'm just like oh whatever happens like even obviously everyone goes through things and stuff like that but whatever happens just use that as energy like mm. rather than letting it hold you back like I just mm-hmm. think yeah just use it as energy like just be like okay cool there's some things yeah don't get me wrong like you know there's some things that are 
you know, they might slow you down a bit. Obviously, mm. you know, health issues and stuff could definitely slow you down. Mm. But I think like just putting your head in that space and just saying, right, this is, this has to just happen. Like an athlete, you know, like, mm. you know, they get in, you know, like boxing and stuff, they get into the ring and they, they it has to happen. Like they can't run away from it. Like they're face to face with their opponent. Mm. It has to happen. You know, a sprint art, it has to happen. So yeah, I think I've just always had that. Okay. So what would you say to people that are, kind of starting out in corporate like not corporate but I say agency because you've got most yeah. most experience in agencies yeah. and actually and agencies generally come with their own challenges yeah. like a vast amount of challenges like all industries. all industries so what would you say specifically to a black professional what are the key things to kind of take note of like that you've learned in yeah. your career so far yeah so I think if it's like that in any industry not just just like agency world or whatever like just listen like just be a sponge, like just take it all in. Like it's all mm. there because every every um, company or organization has a culture. So mm. I say the first thing is to understand what the culture is. Like understand like the language, like the way people speak, the do's and don'ts. And I think once you work within those guidelines and then you get you build respect, you build your brand, then mm. you can start to bend it a little bit. Mm. It's just like going to school. Like you learn the basics and then when you're good at the basics, then you can bend it a bit. But you're, you're not going to go in and bend. Like that's not that's just not how Have you done that before? What's that? Like just gone in and been like, forget about what you guys do. I'm going to do me. I'm going to be like, I am. Yeah, no, 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 no. My, my character isn't really like that. That's the thing. My character is okay. probably not like that. Like in the corporate world, where okay. in my own personal life, I probably do that a little bit more. But in the corporate world, I understand that like things work in a certain pattern and then you have to be in the pattern to make the change, if that makes sense. Mm. So one of the things like um, one of the the senior, um, uh, like he's, he's basically the most senior um, creative person. So the chief mm. creative officer said to me, I was in a pitch with him recently and he said to me, oh, like um, I forgot what he was talking about. But he was like, oh, um, uh, what did he, uh, he said to me, oh, you've got to be, in the room to change the conversation you get me mm. and i think you can try and change it from the outside and people say they you know you can't it's not possible you mm. have to be inside first but mm. you have to do that mm. by following the rules and building your brand and mm. um get into a space where people trust you and then from there you can start to make some change i think tangible change so that's a that's an interesting point because i want to challenge that <laughs> and ask the question no because, yeah. like i have i want to challenge that because I then think to myself, if you do that, if you come in and mm. do what they have expected you to do, mm. then is it going to be a shock to them mm. if you then start to change? Or are you better off just coming in as yourself and as who you are, how you are, and meeting them as, you know, as who you are? That if, if, am I making sense? Yeah, I'm you're trying to sense, yeah. figure out how the best way to say it. Like, which way, again, I don't know if there's any right way to do it, but... Yeah, have you considered that approach? Is what's, that- the, what's the way around? Well, the thing about Alicia, I think like it's always going to be an authentic version of you. I think that you, should, you yeah. should always be authentic to yourself. Yeah, I think that because organizations have cultures, and obviously we're in a we're in a space and where we are in the world at the moment where things are changing at a rapid mm. pace. Mm. Um, but I think in order to, I guess, make the re- the, the most amount of change, right? I think mm. it's it me personally it's to do it in a way that like it isn't destructive mm. like is, do you know what I mean like isn't destructive isn't harmful mm. because mm. people change takes a long time to happen unfortunately yeah. it really does that people don't like change yeah like people the status quo because it's what you know mm. so I think it's just thinking about okay cool how do I make the most impact um by following the algorithm if that makes sense and I don't think people I think there's always going to be rebels and there's going to be people who want to keep the status quo 
So you need to figure out, okay, who are the rebels? Who are the people with a voice? Mm. And then talk through them as well because they've already got the voice as well. And then as you build, 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 you'll have the voice as well. But do you find many of them in businesses, in no. C-level positions? No, not not loads, but I, 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 you know, I work with one, like, do you know what I mean? Like my um, my manager, like she, she's amazing. Um, mm. And I think she genuinely cares about the team and she cares mm. um, about our growth and our development, like, um, and then, you know, the, obviously the, the CEO at our, our old place that we worked as well, like mm. he, he definitely cared. Mm. Um, and he, he was a rebel as well. Like, and you know, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think, I think more and more people, more and more people are um, gravitating towards that way. Yeah. Because the way I, we work in an ideas business, right? So mm. like ideas are changing and developing, like cultures changing and developing the way things were 10 years ago they're just not the same way today and mm. um, there's lots of change happening so i think a lot of people are intrigued by that change and mm. thinking about okay cool like what does that actually mean what does that mean for ideas what does that mean for creativity mm. so yeah okay cool so that's one one factor to consider what else what else would you say is a key thing to consider when entering a corporate space yeah i guess when it into a corporate space i think it's like also being quite thick-skinned like mm. there's loads of things are gonna happen. Like there's gonna be lo- there's gonna be a lot of culture shocks. There's gonna be a lot of like things that don't seem to make sense. Like, Why don't we just do it this way? Mm. And I think you should continually ask questions. Like at the moment, I'm reading this book about questioning, and it talks about mm. kids stop. Uh, they stop. Apparently, they start asking questions around five to seven years old. Mm. Like lots of questions. You know, like kids what book is it by the way? Sorry, just oh, it's called a beautiful question. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a link. Okay, yeah, okay, I'll cool. send you a link. But it's really, really good. Like, it's just about questions and how, you know, Google, for example, yeah, is built on questioning. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? You, you type a question in. Like, it's Didn't think about that. Yeah, it's built on questions, right? Yeah, yeah. So the book talks about changing, um, the book talks about changing the curriculum as well to, to, because you don't need the same skills you needed before. But anyway, yeah. you don't want to go off on a tangent. But wow, what was my original point again? So you're talking about some key things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going off on a tangent. We went on on a tangent. It, I know. Asking loads of questions. Basically, asking loads of questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, ask definitely asking questions, like, um, and just being just being really inquisitive, like, like, mm. being, like being inquisitive, like, and like I was saying, like being a sponge. That that stuff I was saying before, but yeah, just just being inquisitive, um, mm. and yeah, just just make sure. I guess you know as well. Yeah, one of the big things. I'm, I'm, I can't lie. I'm probably not very good at it. Like, but putting your hand up when you need help. Mm. Like whenever you need help like and i think one of the things that um hopefully this is still in line with the question you've asked me Sorry. but like i've gone from my old, old role to, to to a step up in this role mm. and i think um le- leadership skills are so important when you step up like and no one you don't get taught leadership skills to yeah. such you kind of have it or you don't <laughs> <laughs> and there are books on it there's yeah. loads of great books you know there's loads of great books on it but there is something about like owning a room and come on yeah. presence and stuff like that and i think always like you know you, you kind of like ultimately that's probably the goal if, if you're if you're um someone who wants to do well is to get into a leadership position mm. or, like those skills they're a bit harder they're a bit more intangible those skills yeah. and i think they're the definitely things like people like you need to think about like okay cool how do i do this like yeah. and that's what i was talking about culture and talking the language because mm. i think when you when you start to get to leadership positions like it becomes so more important because mm. it's now about like managing people mm. and it's about like um managing um how they work how do you get the best out of them? Mm, mm. Um, and that's a little bit more tricky. Mm. So on onto that, because 
And I've asked you questions about what people should do when they're entering. I find that a lot of the bigger issue is that there's not enough black representation in senior leadership positions. So on the topic of leadership, what would you um, describe as good leadership qualities? And how did you, apart from reading, because we know, we know you read. We know But how did you acquire yeah. great leadership if you think you're a great leader as well? Yeah, I, th- I think I'm still learning that. I think I'm still uh-huh. learning that, but what I think what I can say is what I've seen in other people. Mm. So what I've seen in great leaders is that like a great leader is actually I don't know how to like put this, but they're they're actually um, in service to the team. Mm. Like they're they're not actually mm. a leader; they're actually mm. in service to the team. So what they do is that they know how to pull on each member of the team mm. their different personalities their strengths mm. and weaknesses to bring everybody together mm. to do the best job mm. and that's actually what i see as a good leader and and more and i think more and more as well I've, I've seen lots of articles about this on linkedin as well like great leaders have more empathy than they've ever yeah. had before so i think now it's just like oh actually like i need to understand my team like what do they need from me in yeah. order for them to do a, a good job like and, and i think that's just that's just what i've seen and i think you know I always had this thing and I think I even asked the question to someone one time like can you can you be like nice quote unquote like not ruthless and still become like a leader and yeah. I think and I think you can like I yeah. definitely think you can like I definitely think I've seen people do it it's, it's possible our old CEO was I think yeah yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. super nice and yeah, a great leader yeah, yeah no like. yeah definitely 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 super nice great leader I think he just had a great vision what other things would you say apart from kind of acquiring those great leadership skills Mm. what other things would you say is important to elevate once you're in like so you're in that mid senior level stage Mm. you want to try to peak because i'm i'm there as well i'm trying to be a boss yeah yeah, you know what i mean so 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 tell us i'm I'm not there yet i'm on i'm I'm on the journey so so like tell like what is it you think what observations have you made um as kind of key things to do to kind of get there I think it's about building brands, you know, like especially in mm. what we do, especially in 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 what we do, and like because mm. you still work in agencies, right? No, I don't anymore, but I, don't. I but I but I had like my run in agencies. Oh, okay, fine, fine. Yeah. So you're more brand side now. Yeah, I'm brand oh, side. Okay, fine, fine. Mm. I think whatever company you work for is building your brand, like your personal brand, mm. and like making people trust your opinion. Like they should come to you as the advisor on that sub- subject matter, and I think once you have that, I think that's definitely going to open more doors for you. Mm. And I mean, it doesn't hurt to smile and say hello to people do you know what I mean I like, agree yeah that doesn't just, be, really, just be a nice person yeah just be a genuinely nice person yeah. like do you know what I mean I don't think there's you know you, yeah just be a genuinely nice person and I think that helps as well mm. and then knowing what you're talking about yeah. helps massively do you know what I mean so I think it's just a mixture of those things and just being consistent like being consistent yeah. like I was saying showing up like being consistent um yeah I think that can help so talk about your profession so you're in business development which yeah. I think must be a nightmare yeah yeah <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> no no it's cool it's cool like, I, think, I think new bit like oh, i want to mean new business business development the same thing but like i think new biz like for those who don't know like new business is like so agencies the new business department is probably the most important department but then probably the, the department that everyone forgets about as well it's a bit mm. of a strange juxtaposition but like our role is like the, the sort of the middlemen between the agency and the client. It's mm. making sure the agent, like as an agency, we're showing up in the mm. right way. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what new business is. And what makes my role really unique is that I work with all the C-suite people. So CEOs, creative directors, mm. like, and that's a lot of egos, mm. like loads of egos. Like, because you have to remember, look, you know, we, 
we're an ideas business. Mm. So people come up with these ideas um, and then, you know, we, we, we talk to clients about them. Mm. So yeah, there's a lot of egos to manage and stuff like that. So I guess it's just understanding like how to deal with those egos. Mm. And I guess what makes new business unique is that we just span across the whole agency. Like you, you end up knowing everybody, like literally mm. everybody, because you always have to call on a favor. Like, receptionist has to help you do something but then you have to get the ceo into like a into a pitch at some point as well so it's like yeah so you just you you just know everybody so you have to um yeah be nice and keep everybody on side how often are you having to pitch i don't pitch myself personally okay yeah i just put the team in the room um and that's nice then yeah 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 but the the is nice but then i have to make sure they know what they're doing. I have to make sure like um, in terms of the presentation, like we've got the right story. Yeah. We're telling, we're telling the the right thing for the agency. Like, yeah, it's, there's a lot of planning and a lot of prep work that goes on behind the scenes. Do you have to like source the new businesses that you want to work with? Um, no. So I'm lucky in, in where I'm working at the moment, like we get a lot of organic stuff. So like okay. it, it comes through the door. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lucky in that sense, because because um, it's a known it's a known brand. So I'm lucky in that sense. But yeah, there are there are times where like as my role as well, like where you know you go out and you know you hunt it down. So mm. yeah, yeah, and you try you try and bring people in. What do you love about your role the most? What I love about my role the most. I think it is it's busy. So like, there's always something happening, and people say, mm. no two days are the same. It is <laughs> it is it is very much like that. No two days are the same. Um, and there's just lots happening and where I work in particular like we've done lots of really great work mm. is to see it come together so mm. so like when you know you see some of the behind the scenes stuff and how it's been made it's like wow this is amazing mm. you know um, so I guess that's what I love about and the people as well like the people are just really really nice people mm. um, and you know when you when everyone's like focused on on doing a task and then you win as well like that's mm. you know feeling of elation but I think that's what I like about it the most is just like working across with so many different age, uh, brands, sorry, like, you know, you'll see lots of different briefs coming in from lots of different brands. Mm. And then just working with some amazingly clever people who sit down and develop an idea around what the client's mm. looking for, you know. Do you ever sit in those rooms and think to, my, think to yourself, oh, I want to be the creative director for this project. Or yeah. I want to do that. Because I think that sometimes when I'm hiring for a certain role, so I'm yeah. like, oh, I want to do this job. Like, it yeah, sounds yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you ever think that? Yeah, absolutely. So like in, in, in what, what I do, like the, the strategy person is probably the most influential because they come up with a strategy. Right. So they're most they're probably the most influential one. Yeah, I would love to do that. Like because they they know so much. Like because yeah. they pull from so many different places mm. and they have so many points of reference. Like I remember we were doing a pitch and you know things like Francis Bacon came up like the way he painted the pictures and mm. like they just have so many points of reference and they just pull all these things in. Is it? Yeah, and then they say, okay, well the strategy should be this. Like do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. And yeah, it's amazing the way the, the strategist works. And then obviously when it comes to like the creative person, like the way they take the strategy and then they say, okay, cool. This is the creative execution. Mm. This is how we should bring it to life. Mm. It's just like, wow, this is amazing. Like, you know, so, yeah. so if you were to move to another role with an agency, would mm. it be strategy? Probably, yeah. I don't know if I could make the pivot, but like, yeah, strategy would probably be a, be a good one to, to sort of jump into. Strategy is a bit of a weird one though, because I don't think there's any prerequisites to it. Like you kind of like know it or you don't. It's a bit, there's no prerequisites or anything. There's no like, there's no linear career path to become a strategist. I was thinking that. Yeah, there's no linear career path. Like, you know, um, so yeah, yeah. Like I feel like whenever I've interviewed strategists, there hasn't been like, there's no same story from no for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they kind yeah. of either came from like account management. Yeah, yeah. But one thing or, that links them together, they're clever. 
Like they're really yeah. clever. Like they know how to like bring lots of things together. Like yeah. lots of things that you just wouldn't have thought of. Very obscure points yeah. they can bring in. And obviously at all of that, that thread, they're thinking about, okay, cool. How does that impact the person who's going to see this? Yeah. How does that impact the business? How does that, do you know what I mean? So. I feel like you have to be mad analytical to be a strategist you as well. You definitely do. Yeah. You have to think in a certain way. You have yeah. to definitely think in a certain way. I work with one guy, um, one of the strategists where I work now. He's just amazing. Like He's just like the way he, he's so quick and he like yeah he's always helpful as well like it's just very yeah. yeah yeah so what's what's one of the i guess the best projects i don't know if you can say the client name but mm. the best projects that you've kind of brought into the business and you've helped to kind of deliver yeah, probably tech i wouldn't be able to say the client's names but like yeah tech is probably the best one because with tech brands um they're constantly testing and iterate like like an iterative process mm. so like there's just always something going on in tech brands, like, and they're just mm. always thinking about, and because tech keeps changing so rapidly, mm. like you know the demise of of cookies and stuff like that, and yeah. first party data. So because it keeps changing so rapidly, like they just need to keep on top of things, mm. and they have the money to keep on top of things as well. So yeah. you must be learning so much working across all these like these yeah, different yeah, type of brands. Yeah, yeah, and just being in the room. This is what I'm trying to say. Just being in the room. Like yeah. so, when I get in the room, you know, you'll have like. You know, I've worked with like the chief creative officer and then I've worked with the, like the most senior strategists, like getting them in the room together and mm. have them riffing off of each other. It's mad. Like, because the conversations that they're having, I wouldn't have been privy to those conversations otherwise. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like never would I have been privy to the conversa- those kind of conversations. Yeah. So like now at the level where I'm at, like I'm in, in that room and then I'm also helping to facilitate some of those conversations as well. So yeah, it's definitely... Definitely a learning. It sounds sounds like a lot of fun, actually. I wouldn't I wouldn't say fun. <laughs> Fun's not the right word, but I think like it, it's busy, and I think you're yeah. you know like there's a lot to learn. Like it's a very steep learning curve. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's it, it, it it's it's busy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Enjoyable though. Very enjoyable. Yeah, no, it sounds it sounds like it because I feel like you're like what you said. No two days are, are the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it sounds good. So, what do you think? You, I guess this is such a typical recruitment question, but I'm glad yeah. it anyway. Like the next three years are going to look like for you. Like, what yeah. do you see for yourself in the future? Yeah, so I guess so. I'm an associate director now. Obviously, I want to become a director um, at some point as well, mm. um, and then just see where it goes from there. Really, like I think the the skills that I gain in new business they're so transferable because they're like people management. They're like understanding the brief, like translating what it is. Like it's mm. a lot of leadership in there as well. Mm. So I guess they're, they're such they're so the skills there are so transferable. So mm. um, yeah, I don't know what I want to do next. To be fair, but like where I am now is 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 good for me. It's a really good home. So mm. yeah, I just want to like build my brand there. Um, and become like a respected person within the business. So outside of work, yeah, I know you said that this is you're working on other things. But yeah. is there anything that your heart desires yeah. that that you haven't honed into? For well, I know you might be a rapper. I don't know. Rapper. But is there is, is there is there anything else that your heart desires? Or you might want to write a book. You've you've yeah. read a lot of read a lot of books. Is there yeah. anything else? Um, anything else? Um, probably would be to make music, but to produce music rather than okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm quite artistic, so I guess it would be to like make music or like to like develop like because now I've seen so many adverts as well, like mm. to probably develop like a short advert or something like that. Mm, um, mm, mm. Yeah, so stuff like that really, like just anything like that. Like I enjoy sports as well, like not typical sports. Like I play like squash and I like mm. skiing and stuff like that. So um, just probably do that more. To be fair. Are you gonna do it? Or are you just saying it because I've asked a question? No, 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 no. Definitely, <laughs> definitely on the producing side, I probably could do a little bit more of that. Like it's just like because it's something completely new, so it's just like sitting down, taking the time, knowing you're not gonna be good at it, 
mm-hmm. like I'm constantly working at it. So I get, I guess that, and, and to play an instrument as well. Like I've got a bass guitar, but I've never really played it. Okay. Yeah, I was meant to learn it in lockdown. It just never happened. So you bought it in lockdown. You didn't play it. Didn't really play it. No, it's just it's very nicely sat in the corner of my room, like in on a stand, and I'm like, oh, I need to probably pick that up. Okay, so I'm gonna hold you accountable. Please. In so December, I'm gonna ask you: Have you started playing? Your, do some lessons. Yeah, yeah. No, I could. All of those things. There's no reason why I shouldn't pick up the bass guitar. But yeah, I'll. I'll you haven't done it yet. No. Remind me in December. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know how far I'll you before then. Yeah. So, okay. So kind of um, looking at outside of work a little yeah, bit, I'd yeah. be interested to know what your friendship circle's like. Because yeah. I feel like that sometimes has an influence on, I guess, who you are, how you develop and everything. What's your outside of work? Yeah, so I've, got like, like? I've got like different groups of friends, but like my immediate circle of friends, like my school friends, mm. like we're all t- t- like quite typically similar really to be fair mm. and I think like they push me a lot as well because I think that they've um like they've achieved certain things so then mm. it's made me feel like oh yeah I want to achieve that too so you just have that like you know friendly competition stuff going on because it, it just pushes you further it's like you go to the gym if someone's spotting you you're going to lift heavier weights and I think that's where it is like I think they they metaphorically push me to lift heavier weights well, you're, all your friends, they're good yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah, yes. yeah, they're great people. Yeah, yeah. I've got different groups of friends, but like yeah. my immediate circle of friends, like, yeah, they definitely push me to do to do a lot more. And I think like, um, just the people you just, I just meet in passing as well. Like they just like, mm, to do. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. we're all doing similar things. We're all, so, yeah. yeah, well, that's, well, that's good to know. It's good to know that you've got good influences yeah. and you've got like, you know, people supporting you and pushing you and everything. Yeah. In regards to, I guess, what I'm doing, um, I'm interested to kind of get your opinion on what could be done. So just to give you context with Black Create Connect, I'm going to be, I'm work, I want to work with organisations more on getting more black professionals into senior leadership. Sure. What do you think, so you spoke about what perfect black professionals can do when they get in there. What do you think organisations can do to help yeah. with getting us rise? So I think like, firstly, it needs to be pipeline. So there needs to be a pipeline of people coming through like the ranks because I'm like I'm not sure like there's enough people coming through the ranks do you know what I mean but moving up as well so they've got to have like I know a lot of businesses talk about like equity so they've got to have equity within that, within that business and I think mm. um, leaders should be more or it would be nice if they were just more aware that this would like do you know what I mean like they helping to go through people who will have the aptitude to do it right mm. not, not just because for the sake of doing it but I think it needs to just build that pipeline and get people through organically as well obviously there are a lot of people that could probably just step into you know c-suite level roles yeah but I, I feel like you just need more people in that at, at the bottom of the it's front. hard though you know because as someone for like from a recruitment mm. lens like sometimes I mean I've had it where they they want more Again, people of colour in senior leadership positions, and sometimes they're really difficult to find. Yeah, they are. Yeah. There's not a lot. There's not a lot. As so I said, that's why you need a pipeline of them, like going through yeah. the various ranks. And I think as well, like there's a there's a there's like an onus on like people like me who work in non traditional careers, like mm. um, to also say, oh yeah, by the way, you know, have you thought about advertising? Mm. Or oh, by the way, do you know about marketing? Do you know what communications is? Because mm. I think a lot of people don't even know what like advertising really is. Tell us. Oh, it's a good question. I don't think I know what advertising is. <laughs> <laughs> it's alchemy. It's absolutely alchemy. So there's two types of advertising. Like, so there's there's media advertising and there's creative advertising. I work in creative advertising. But like advertising is all around like the stuff you see outside, right? Like, so media stuff is like, you know, your billboards and mm. like all of that good stuff. And then 
creative advertising is more like TV ads and stuff like that. Mm. So, you know, behind those things, there's, there's a bunch of smart people who work to get those things to you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like sort of thing. So I guess that's the best way to describe it. It's hard. It's very hard. To but describe. so creative is, <laughs> can you imagine? I've been yeah. working in have it. You watch, have you and watched Mad Men? No. Oh, you need to watch Mad Men. That, that, is, that is what advertising is, Mad Men. Okay. Not in that way, because that was like 60s and it, the world has changed dramatically since then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about marketing? So you worked in marketing for a bit as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Talk about, I guess, what it's like, like the different parameters in marketing so yeah. people can have an understanding. Yeah, sure. So marketing is more around like, as the name suggests, like marketing and business. So how you promote that business and how you mm. get that business to the end consumer, be it businesses or an actual person. Because mm. you know, you've got B2B and B2C stuff. Um, so that's more around marketing. So marketing is more around the brand and like, even, well, you can dissect it down and, you know, go to brand marketing, blah, 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 mm. blah. But like marketing is more around the brand and how you develop that and how you like encourage like positive word of mouth, like where you show up, how you show up. Like that's, that's, that's more marketing. Go a bit deeper. Cause I feel like that's, I understand that that's the general marketing, but yeah. what's the difference? So obviously there's PR, there's digital, yeah, yeah. there's like comms, there's different, yeah, yeah. just there's so different people messages. can get an understanding as to where they might want to go because yeah. Yeah, just to... Sure. So communications is all around, like, as the name again suggests, like, (laughs) communicating the brand. And then that can come down to, like, PR. So it might just be, like, you know, some brands do PR stunts. So, like, Red Bull, like, um, they're a... I can say brands on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Red Bull, they're, like, they they do stunts, don't they? Like, Mm. you know, the guy jumped out from space and he done the... You know, I remember when he did that. He just jumped from the thing from space. Yeah, I don't remember that. But you don't remember that? Oh no. wow! Like yeah, he he done like a was it for real in real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they he got he went up in like a balloon, like a specially designed balloon, and then he sat like on a perch, and then like he jumped off. I'm sure he went up in a balloon. I wonder how they measure the return on investment from some for something like that. Well, because well, Red Bull's all about the brand, isn't it? Yeah, like, their main thing is brand building. Like that's what they do, but their PR they do lots of PR stunts. So you get mm. stuff like that. So red, like Red Bull for a brand, like mm. they do a lot of PR stunts, mm. and then you got things like digital marketing is the stuff you see. Mm, yeah, and, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sort of thing, anything you see online yeah. is, is, is more digital marketing. Um, and then you've got like more traditional stuff as well, like you know building positive word of mouth. That like it still is marketing. It's like just building positive word of mouth. Mm. Um, what else? Like obviously there's TV advertising, like that's a massive thing. And then it's it's getting a bit more nuanced now because now you have like insights. Mm. So like I'm sure for your podcast, like you constantly look at how many listeners you've had, mm. um, when people listen and stuff like that and, and forecasting more trends. Mm. I think that's where the, the world's going anyway. Like mm. is more about like trend forecasting. Like when are people buying? How are they buying? Like mm. where are they buying and stuff like that as things go like more e-commerce. Yeah. I find that growth market marketing is like a new thing now <clears> that companies, even the company I'm working with, like they're, investing heavily into growth market and trying to understand each customer every point of the of the funnel as well so so okay i guess for those that were considering a career in advertising and marketing would you recommend it yeah Yeah. absolutely i think if you've got like if you've got um like a lot of gravitas and and you've got a lot of energy and you want to do something that's rewarding yeah like Mm. it's coming to advertising like it's definitely something that's exciting like there's always lots happening um so yeah what are working hours though? Because I've definitely been in the office in in agencies yeah. and left at right seven, and yeah. people are ordering pizza. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Why yeah. are you still here? Have yeah. you not had all nighters? Yeah, no, I haven't had all nighters yet. Like my my boss is is pretty good with like how we manage our time. Yeah, like, she makes sure that we we don't necessarily do that. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it it can get like that sometimes. Clients can be quite demanding, so you know we have to fulfill what their needs are. Yeah, um, I guess it's like. 
like anything, it's like just managing your time and figuring out how you do that and not being worried, like I was saying before, like not being scared to ask for help. Mm. So if you're struggling with something or you might feel that might take up a lot of your time, just like... Then just say it. Yeah, hopefully you're working with, with a leader who um, like wants you to, to win, so... Okay. You know, okay. Yeah, you just say it. Yeah, but obviously there are going to be times where it, it, it not all yeah. nighters, but there are going to be times where things are a bit more tricky. But luckily for me, like we have quite a big team, yeah. so there's enough people to kind of like lean on to sort of help. Okay, and I guess the last point that I wanted to kind of touch on was more about finding your voice as yeah. a black professional in the workplace. I know we've kind of touched on you know being in the room and getting involved, but there's some instances where some people feel like. A, they're alone as a black professional in the workplace, or they may be facing small, um, I guess, experiences that might cause them to have work anxiety or imposter syndrome and vice versa. Yeah. What would you advise? How would you advise those um, individuals to overcome those feelings? And feel free to share any personal experiences that might, yeah. you know, bring bring out your explanation to life. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I guess like I'm still, I think I'm still trying to find my voice. If I'm going to be honest with myself, mm. like so, I think I'm still trying to find that. Of course, it's gonna be. Of course, it's gonna be tricky. Like, of course, it is because you're in a room full of wherever you are. It's gonna be a room full of experienced people who mm. are clever because that's why they're there. Like, they're mm. smart, experienced people. Mm. But I guess it's constantly just chipping away at it. Like, just constantly chipping away, and eventually, like most things, like you know, you it will, it, do you know what I mean? Like, the, mm. the, the plates will move. But I guess, like, one of the big things I, w- I would say as well, like maybe goes back to the point you were mentioning a bit earlier on. But it's like having advocates. Like you got to mm. have people who also believe in what you're doing mm. to speak on your behalf. I think I alluded to it earlier on. But it's like those people to speak on your behalf. So then those people with the voices, they're talking to the other people who have the big voices as well. And they're slowly, slowly like saying, oh yeah, that person is good at what they do. That person can, mm. do you know what I mean? Can, can make a change or, you know, make a difference. But I think it's not being worried. Like even if like you don't get a reception you want, Mm. just not being worried about it like and not taking it personally like do you know what i mean that's so hard though because it's, it's personal but it, it's not personal it isn't personal but yeah. it's so hard not to take things personal of course it's so hard not to take things personal but i think that's what's going to separate the it's going to separate people mm. do you know what i mean like you know it's going to separate people who go further mm. and people who feel like maybe this isn't for me Mm. Do you know what I mean? Is not taking things personally, even if the, even if they are personal, still not taking them personally. Like you're thick skinned. You're very thick skinned. Yeah, but new business, you have to be because you work with so many different types of people. You have to be. Mm. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't last if you weren't thick skinned. So, mm. I guess like yeah, just not taking things personally, um, and then being constructive about how you do things as well. If something mm. was like oh yeah, that, just knowing that in that situation, maybe not react in that situation, and then figure out another way around it, like outside mm. of that situation, because probably make it worse reacting in in real time i need to talk to you probably more often because (laughs) (laughs) because that's something i'm working on as well because sometimes if something happens the email gets written and i underline and i bold and and, you know and that is reacting in a situation that's me being completely honest yeah yeah yeah. i I hear that like um you know i I think it's just like um yeah i think it's just one of those things like where like in the context of where you are business, mm. right you know you just want things to work and you know mm. so yeah you just have to, yeah so i guess you know sometimes it might be writing that email but then saving it in your drafts never sending it yeah so it's, it's, you know you've you've done it, you've, it out. <laughs> you've got the feelings out there yeah and just go back to it another day yeah oh, is it i don't have to react right now yeah or, you know because 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 silence is powerful as well mm. do you know what i mean like just not reacting like and leaving that room as well 
sometimes not saying anything, people know that they've messed up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they definitely know that they've messed up and they mm. might be more powerful than actually saying something. Like sometimes people will say something or want you to react because they know mm. that they control you in that way. So mm. if they if they poke her, if they like prod in certain ways or they, they press certain buttons, they know they'll get a reaction from you. Like, and I think that's something I learned when I was like a lot younger, like, you know, sort of thing. Like not everyone get a reaction from me. Mm -hmm. like, there, will, there will be times where I will say something, but most times I probably won't. Like as long as it's so not composed. Yeah, because I, I think that's part of my nature though. Like, mm, I, mean, that's like I think so as well. Yeah, it's part of my nature. Like I'm, I'm quite like, yeah. Yeah, because I'm I'm listening to you and I'm like, if someone's poking and poking and poking me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say something. Yeah, back. yeah. I just I just think it's how they poke as well. Yeah. Like how they poke. And then I think you learn as well over time, like how to poke back constructively. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think that's a skill that like you yeah. learn is how to be constructive in it. Like the, the best way I can describe it, yeah, is if anyone's ever watched um House of Commons when they're in the House of Commons, they're not actually saying anything, but they are At saying all. a lot. Yeah, but they're saying yeah. a lot, you know. And I think it's that is that sort of way of speaking where it's very understated. And I think it's very British culture as well, but it's quite understated. But like if you understand the context of certain things, it, it, it's like, oh yeah, wow, okay, yeah, they, they made a point there. So I think it's just yeah. being constructive in anything you do. Um, and you also remembering as well, yeah, you can't control what someone else says, but you, yeah. can, you can control what you say and yeah, type, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like sort of thing. And that's, that's more, that's more up to them and, and, and how they are as a person. Like, I think a lot of people forget and, or maybe don't realize like mm. who we are today is a series of how we've grown up, the things mm. we've seen, nature, nurture, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And obviously people bring this stuff into work, don't they? Yeah. You know, sort of thing. So it's just stuff like that. Like sometimes it might even be you. That's just something on them. You can't yeah. change that. You know? Yeah. You can't change that. Are there any practices that you would recommend yeah. to, or not rituals or anything, but rituals, anything that, <laughs> <laughs> that you recommend to, um, I guess, build up that ability yeah. to, give constructive yeah. feedback. I think like, um, like uh, I remember talking to our old CEO about this actually. And, and he was saying like, you know, like keep a journal, like, you know, of things that happen. So mm. you kind of like see how the days sort of gone, gone by. And I think one of the big things as well, yeah, this is going to sound so basic. Yeah. It's just waking up slightly earlier. Okay. Yeah. Just waking up slightly earlier. Better? Yeah. So to kind of have more control of the day, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I kind of wake up and like, have a do a bit of reading. What time do you wake up? Uh, not that early, like, like, it depends, like 5 36. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have like, <laughs> not that early, no, not that early. No. I go to bed, I go to bed on time. I'm boring, I go to bed on time. Well, like, eight, nine, no, like, hey, come on, no, you don't go. I've, I've tried that one time, you don't sleep, you just toss and turn, but no, like 10 30, like 10 30, 11. Probably. Okay, that's why you wake up at 5 30, yeah, 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 yeah. So just get up early, but then it just like when I get up earlier, I have a bit more control of the day, so yeah, like. I might just listen to some music, like some like calming music, mm. something chill. I might write a little something down, mm. a little booklet, like or like see what my calendar is saying for the day. Mm. So like I'm just starting the day ahead, mm. and in that way it gives you a bit more headspace as well. Mm. So for example, like yesterday, someone said something, it gives me my headspace to talk, like think it through in your mm. own head, mm. and then at that time of day it's it's quite quiet as well. Yeah. So your thoughts are a little bit more, they're not crowded. Like yeah. I've got emails on my phone and stuff. So it just, it pings all the time. So you don't get all of that. Like none of that has started yet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you can take a bit more control. They have breakfast. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, just kind yeah, of like. Yeah. Or go gym. Yeah. Yeah. Do all Whatever. That. Have a yeah. walk. You don't even need to go to gym. You can yeah. have a walk around where you live. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's really bright now. Um, Obviously because it's summer like where we are. But um, yeah, like, yeah, just, just like, 
do that stuff. You know, that's what's most important, you know. I don't want to go down the like mantras and stuff. Like, <laughs> but that's it. But that <laughs> you know you got to do positive affirmations, yeah, yeah, yeah. Manifestations, manifestations. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But waking up early, actually, I mm. feel like that's something that has come with age for me. So like when I first started um, working in corporate, working up early was just a nightmare. Like I, it was a nightmare for me, but. As like now, I actually do naturally wake up around six, six thirty to, mm. to the point where I but yeah, I do I do feel more calm, I do feel more relaxed, I feel like I can switch things around in my day or do things earlier. Or I might actually call someone that I haven't had a chance to call and have like a, time, have yeah. a seven AM yeah. conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not picking up but <laughs> But I hear you. I hear you. Not up. No, I'm not picking up. <laughs> but I hear you. No, 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 I hear you. And I and I think that's yeah, I think the other things that actually like make your day a bit better do you know what yeah. I mean and, and give more control to to, to 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 your day I think to add on to that I think yeah. other things that have helped me with composure is also um, kind of setting boundaries and knowing your triggers as well Absolutely. so if even if you're in a conversation or if you're in an environment or whatever that you feel like could bring out the worst in you or yeah. could trigger something just pause in I've had yeah. to do that and be like do you know let me just pause yeah exactly like, yeah, just not reacting yeah responding but not reacting yeah. oh okay yeah. all right lyricless right <laughs> no, <I think> my, <laughs> my cousin told me that he's like he was talking about like when he got married he was saying that he went um he did some marriage counseling he's like oh that's one of the things they teach you is is to respond not react because when you react you're, you're more likely to end up in an argument with your partner but i think that can be anywhere like any yeah. relationship you have like your working relationship your personal relationships yeah i think yeah responding rather than reacting is going to save you from a lot because people you know what yeah words are so magic like not yeah. to go off on a tangent but like words are so crazy people mm. always remember like how you made them feel i'm sure that's a quote yeah. from somewhere but like by the words you use people remember that and it's like yeah. it's the worst thing to like and once you said it yeah you can't you can't, can't undo it, it. You can't undo it. Oh, yeah can't undo you it. can't undo it because i've done that before where even in work in work environments i said something <laughs> and i've been like oh goodness yeah, yeah. i should have said that yeah, yeah, but yeah. i said now yeah, so it's just like, i've got to you either apologize sincerely yeah. or you have to just defend it yeah you have to stand by it yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's like yeah just not not yeah, so, yeah. just not saying just it, not saying it. Yeah. okay cool yeah. Well, um, I'm so glad that you obviously came today. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Sorry, I've like, <laughs> I've, been so, I've, I've been listening to all the other episodes. Oh. Like, yeah, it's just been busy, but no, it's all right. Me. I appreciate you taking time out, and I'm glad that we've managed to. I guess this is like an acquaintance slash almost friendship type of thing. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, it's reciprocal. No, right, it's reciprocal. Oh, so you're looking at me tentatively, like, what is it? Like, like, no, because you know when you get older, it's like no new friends. No, no, no. No, no, but. but <laughs> I actually like it. I'm so happy that I managed oh, to you. to start talk to you, yeah. even though we, we separated at the company we met. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so thank you for coming on no, no and sharing your wisdom. No, no worries. I'll, I'll hopefully it's hopefully like whoever's listening just like finds like something in it, like that's a little bit of knowledge to take for. Oh, they will. They will. Well, um, thank you for listening, guys. And if you like this episode, share it and all the rest of it. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye.